0: I am Siggy, born and raised in St. Catharines, Ontario, and now living in the nation's capital of Ottawa.
1: And I'm Jazzy, born in Manila, Philippines, raised in Toronto, Canada, and schooled all over southwestern Ontario. You're listening to the Holo Hollow Podcast, a delicious mix of pop culture and the Filipino Canadian life.
0: We at the Hollow Hollow podcast acknowledge that our creative project spans these areas and territories, and are grateful for the traditional knowledge keepers and elders who are with us today, those who have gone before us, and the youth that inspires us. We recognize the land and benefits it provides all of us as an act of reconciliation, as recommended by the Truth and Reconciliation Commission's 94 Calls to Action, and gratitude to those whose territory we reside on, work on, or are visiting. I'm podcasting from the traditional, unceded territory of the Algonquin and Anishinaabe people.
1: And I'm podcasting from the traditional lands of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently,
0: the Mississaugas of the Credit River. Welcome to our taste test episode, where we sample something relatively fresh from the (laughs) pop culture buffet, and then we'll tell you what we think.
1: 25 years old, to be exact. <laughs> this episode of The Taste Test, as we go back to the pop culture vault in 1999, Siggy samples the talented Mr. Ripley. So before we get into The Taste Test, tell our listeners what that movie's
0: all about. So in the late 1950s, New York City, a young underachiever named Tom Ripley is sent to Italy to retrieve Dickie Greenleaf, a rich mm. and spoiled millionaire playboy. Mm. But when the errand fails... Mr. Tom Ripley takes extreme measures. Now, this movie stars Matt Damon as Tom Ripley and has Jude Law as Dickie Mm -hmm. Greenleaf. And they are joined by Gwyneth Paltrow, Philip Baker Mm. Hall, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Jack Davenport, and Kate Blanchett. Such
1: a great cast. Such a great cast tell our listeners what it tasted like.
0: This is during a time where I was into Matt Damon. I was a big fan. I wanted to emulate his style. Mm-hmm. And sidebar, do you remember I had blonde hair? Yes, I do. Exactly like that. And when it came yeah. out I'm like, oh, this is, yeah, that was my hair. I'll find a picture. It reminded but me more of Goodwill hunting,
1: but yeah. Goodwill hunting yeah, is, yeah. and
0: then Rounders, then he went yeah. to Ripley. So, anyway, <laughs> since I am in the vault, I have to pair this with two drinks of its time. Now, mm-hmm. if I would view it now in 2024, I would pair this movie with a gin and sin, mm. which is a lovely cocktail. Yes. And if you're not too heavy into the flavor, the sin is the sweet and the tart. So you have like a gin, but you have lemon juice, yes. orange juice, grenadine, lemon juice, and like, some ice now Mm-mm. the sour and lemon twists are like the underlying motives of tom ripley brought about to the orange and grenadine foiling and taking over the idyllic orange and sunny lifestyle of dickie greenleaf, greenleaf. yes
1: yes yes yes
0: the other ways if it was 1999 i would pair this with a ryan tonic now <laughs> folks Me back then, 25 years ago, silly me. I was trying to capture that style and drink like an old man, as someone had told me. What I thought was refined. Now, a Ryan Tynek, for formal people, that's called a whiskey highball. Yes, it is. Now, I used to work in a field where I had a superintendent, and the superintendent I worked for, his name is Mr. Vincent, I won't give him his first name, but he had this machismo, he was in his late 60s, cigarette in his mouth, a gruff voice, and I remember him saying, Siggy, when you go out, what do you have for drink? He goes, I highly recommend, with a little bit of a hoarse voice, a Ryan Tonic. That vibe is sort of like a strapping, like Dickie Greenleaf in his late 60s, cigarette in mouth. He just recommended it. And it's a whiskey highball. It's quite a tasty treat because, in the sense of what do you pair rye with, you can put it with tonic. It's almost a comparable to a scotch and soda or gin and tonic. But I remember ordering it during the 1999 and being made fun of by our friends saying, (laughs) What are you, 60? And I'm like, Well, yeah, technically I am. But it fits that 1950s flavor. Yes, it does.
1: It does. I just had
0: to pair with that. But like the gin and sin right The now, gin
1: and sin and the Ryan tonic. I really yeah. like the Ryan tonic because it's brooding and thoughtful.
0: That's and, exactly And it. I would
1: have to say, I would think the same thing about the talented Mr. Ripley as well. Absolutely. Was it worth the actual calories?
0: Now, this movie was directed by Anthony Minghella, famous for the English patient. patient. That's right, yes. And when you hear about Anthony Minghella, you know the Brits are saying, Anthony Minghella right? <laughs> this is high cinema back It's not back in the day. it's Ming-Falla. Like, Anthony. Yes. yes. I forgot how much I consumed this style and the acting which left me filled. Like, I do even remember when I went to this matinee by myself in 1999, reading the Patricia Highsmith novel. Mm. I wanted to devour it. It was a style. It was. It had, like, some of the hottest stars in 1999. It totally in did. this idyllic movie, right? And, like, with a high premium director like Anthony Mangella. Like, off the English patient, several years off, I'm going to do this adaptation from Pritchard Highsmith model. I was in it to win it. So, yes. Right, right, right. Yes.
1: So, what does it remind you of in the pop culture buffet? And I have to say, to me, there's something... Today, that re- it totally feels like it's a rip-off of The Talented Mr. Ripley. But I'm curious to know, what does no, it mean? No, I want
0: I to To me, honestly, The Yellows of Italy, it felt like, like cinematography and lenses were used from the English patient, right, right? Right, right. 1950, sophisticated film that is a psychological thriller with a sinister character at the center. Now, back then, didn't think much of it, right? right and then right. when I did my rewatch, I was like, Holy smokes, is this dark and sinister. It is. This is like a predecessor for a show like the show You. Yes. It serves well as premium television that should be airing on Sundance Channel. And lo and behold, as you'll see with the recommendations, this is evolving. So this... Plotline of someone being devious and taking over someone's life is a plotline we've seen in many psychological thrillers, whether it's single white female or obsessed, or yes, where yes, someone yes. is just taking over. Or let's be honest, there's a lot of people that watch true crime and stuff where you yes. have people just taking over these spaces, right? Right, and take over people's lives. But I totally forgot. Like in this movie, there's violence, a yes. lot of bludgeoning, yes, and attempted deaths, mm-hmm. and even ends. On a menacing tone of mm-hmm. someone being smothered. I was like, yes, I totally yes. forgot about this one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is way more effed up than I remember. Yes, yes. But does, doesn't everyone look beautiful? What did it remind you of you? Like for right now, what were your thoughts? I, I was thinking to, to
1: myself this. that salt burn with Barry yes, Keegan salt. and Jacob Bellardi. Yes. Oh
0: that's my right. gosh. I, would I just say thought the to same. myself, when I saw yeah. that,
1: I thought, that reminded me of The Talented Mr. Ripley. And I thought to myself, except times, times 10. Times
0: 10. There still was a peen in The Talented Mr. Ripley. And there <laughs> yes, was definitely there a peen was. with yes. Barry Keoghan. And I think that's why Jude Law became very, very likable by the gays. But yes, I mean, hey. True. And women, everybody, well, or everyone at the table, everyone at the table was interested in them. That's right. And I just watched Saltburn the other day and I'm like, yeah. oh, this is, again, the predecessor of taking over that life and being yes. part of that lifestyle right. and getting that privilege and emulating. And you know what? Talented Mr. Ripley, Tom Ripley was just this unknown underachiever, which is exactly like the Barry Kagan character, just like he wanted to identify all over, right? Totally. Just to be like, I want to be part of this. And he saw these expats, like a beautiful blonde, Gwyneth Paltrow, but a beautiful blonde, Rosamund Pike, and the yeah. sister. Yeah. Like, oh, this idyllic lifestyle and just living on this, like, yeah, good call, good call. I know.
1: I just thought to myself, I thought, oh my gosh, this, this is it, yeah. the talent of Mr. Ripley and I've got that you and I are talking about this.
0: Now, yeah. what else did you appreciate about this film? I cannot... I'm sorry. I keep on harping on this. Like the star power was enough. Damon, mm-hmm. Paultro, Seymour mm-hmm. Hoffman, Cape Blanchett. The style was a vibe. Yeah. Expats in Italy in the 50s with belts on, going to the market, landing yeah, at the beach, dressing yeah, yeah. up at the bars, operas. Everyone speaking broken Italian. <laughs> it was a vibe. Like when you say, oh, "I'm going to go to Tuscany and we're just going to eat in like yellow kitchens and just go out to totally. bars and have drinks yeah. and gin and tonic, a muscle Mule." This was the vibe. It has yeah. that. But really, we all have to understand Jude Law, Sean in this part, he got nominated for an Oscar. This is pre-nanny scandal, Jude, but he embodied Dickie Greenleaf. Now, when you watch a really good movie and even if someone is disposed, obviously, spoiler alert, he gets killed by Tom Ripley. His essence remains throughout the movie. Even the fact that Tom Ripley is trying to pose as him, Jude never left the screen. He was there. What's amazing, this American, a British, being an American accented expat, that's right, speaking Italian, in the scene where he sings Americano using an American accent, singing in Italian, was a feat (laughs) and playing the saxophone. That's, yeah, and that was the clip that was shown where he just like Americano and he's just singing. And I'm like, no, that's great acting. And it was clearly meant for this. He mm-hmm. earned the BAFTA. That was it. No, I don't know how to describe it. Like this is on par with premium television that's streaming, whether it's The Crown or something like Riviera on Sundance, Saltburn on Amazon Prime. Like this is what it's made of. And it was in a movie. Well, but, I would certainly think yeah. it's
1: the precursor to all precursor,
0: of Precursor. Absolutely. TV, and sidebarred. Yeah. Sidebar. Now, Kate Blanchett, mm-hmm. a character actress, she comes out of nowhere. She plays Meredith, who yes, yes. is one of the people that's in love with Tom Ripley. Do you remember her accent? Like she had this, like yeah, kind of like, right? like New England, like dicky dicker. Like it yes, was so, I know. do. You know what I mean? And it always makes me laugh, because it's almost like oh, she's like the broken down sister to Carol.
1: From yes. the movie Carol, where Yeah, she's yeah, like
0: yeah. his accent, like oh Dickie, what are, what's going on, Dickie? Like it, it was just a total vibe, but that's just a funny part of that part of the movie. But she like she
1: just can't do accents,
0: right? Like that's really uh, just kind not of what just it is. not that one. It just makes me laugh because I'm just like it's so like it's so forced, but it's a highlight from me. But like, it's a stacked cast. It's very beautiful. I just forgot about all this like bludgeoning and and killing and the sinister. Were, of and ending were too on
1: the by the style power.
0: And trying to be like, yeah. dumb me, like, oh, this is really cool. But yeah, really, that's like a serial, like a total sociopath trying to take cool. over someone's life and getting off scot-free at the end. Yes, yes, yes. His yes. oh, don't worry about him. Dead. Yeah, of course he's a little bit crazy. Here's the rest of his money. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. live your life. Live your life for sure. Yes. To whom would you recommend the talented Mr. Ripley to? Like I said, you know what? Feeling like I'm watching a premium movie, it could have been a series with a great class of actors directed by Mingela. It's glossy. If you wanted a psychological thriller with some beautiful place in Italy, go for it. Coincidentally, mm-hmm. you better watch it now because in 2024, Netflix has a limited series. Mm. And some black and white shots of Andrew Scott in the lead role, mm-hmm. and it's set in the 1960s, is dropping this year. Wow. The Mr. Ripley, with yeah. Dakota Fanning as Marge Gwyneth Paltrow, Johnny Flynn as Dickie Jude Law, set in the 60s. The only thing I would say, yeah. folks, if you love this and Psychological Thriller, and this is sort of de rigueur, Andrew Scott's a great actor, Dakota Fanning mm-hmm. kills it, it's going to have that vibe, I mean... Maybe it's just because of the times now you want, I know, but it's the fifties, right? Do, yeah. do you see many colored people in there, but maybe they could do some different castings or whatever. I think that would even punch it up even more. Right. To is it going to also that. be in Italy as well? Like, the, I think like, so. Limited series? Yeah. I think so. And it's only like eight episodes and it's funny because they show black and white shots and it, it's very similar to the Highsmith like cover <laughs> where it's black and white and he just, it looks devious and stuff. So I wonder mm. what the take is going to be. I mean you're all in. So folks, if you want that psychological thriller and premium television premium screening, and if you loved Hot Priest, and <laughs> scott love our fellow tra- our fellow travelers and Dakota fanning who's killer, like yeah. it's gonna be good. So I totally recommend it. And again, yes, salt burnish, and it's just you get that gin and sin. Yeah. Take a leisure sip. And a Ryan like, tonic, too. A Ryan tonic, some prosciutto, and yes, some yes. like provolone on a cracker. <laughs> That's a wonderful afternoon viewing. Oh, I, I feel like you delightful. and I should make a, a Toronto date for it, Create to watch I think this we're going to
1: have to. I think we're going to have to with a prosciutto board, yes, yes.
0: I think so. Yeah. Folks. Let us know if you've watched Talented Mr. Ripley and if you're on board to watch the new series that'll drop in 2024. Email us at hollowhellopopculture at gmail.com. The Halo Hollow podcast is available wherever you get podcasts. You name it, we're there. Rate us, leave a review, subscribe, tell your friends all about it. And we're on Instagram. We're at hollowhellopopculture.
1: Finally, we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Badian. Our musical theme is by Ring, and We'll see all of you guys again real soon.
0: See you soon.